This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. But at least in the the realm of sensibility that English provides, is more of an innocent curiosity. Like, hey, what's on your mind? But in Malay, you're like, hey, we caught you. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking about something you better spill, you yeah. know, or like you're a daydreamer or something, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. And that's the interesting element that we can explore as well. The fact that people immediately assume that you're thinking about something, something interesting and fun. And usually they associate it with, I mean, if you're dating or somebody, if you're not right, dating, right. You're, you're, you're having a crush on someone. Yeah. yeah for yeah. some reason, I don't know how they are able to maybe link that, I guess. BFM 89.9 listening to Night School uh, with me Ahmad Fawar Hamad and this is the show that explores concepts, theories and society. We are doing another installment of The Trying Game. I think it's our eighth one. Uh, Hanif Baharudin is the regular guest who's also in this episode. Uh, welcome back. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the show where what we do is try to find equivalents across the English and Malay spectrum of vocabulary and Today we're going to do BM to English. Are you ready, Hanif? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this exercise so far? I mean, we're doing we're doing this quite a bit now, and it, it seems well received. People enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, it's not very deep or whatever, <laughs> but it's fun because I think we all, in one way or another, as Malaysians, do this. You know. So mm. now about eight episodes into it, what are your thoughts? I'm enjoying it so far, uh, but I hope it resonates with our audience. Yeah. At least the core night school audience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you pick up new audience, but at the same time, yeah, I wish it will also resonate with our... Like, I, I think it's going okay. I mean, it doesn't seem to be getting the amount of shares that other episodes are, but I do know that at least in terms of downloads, it's, do, it's somehow resonating. Mm. It looks like that. Anyway, right. let's go on and, and uh, demonstrate the fun that is the trying game. Uh, the first word... Is peduli. Peduli. Care? Tak peduli means? You don't care. But then, don't you say pedulikan je? Pedulikan je. That means what? <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think that's the play on uh, not caring lah. Like, oh, let, let, let him or her be. But it sounds like tak peduli and peduli can be used in the same way, right? So you mm. say, you talk about person A. And then someone else will say, peduli kan je. Right? Mm. That's, a, that's a correct usage. But then you also hear, tak peduli, jangan peduli kan dia. Mm. Right? I think the peduli kan tu is more of a, I think, it's a slang of term these days lah. Instead of saying tak peduli or jangan peduli kan dia, you just say, peduli kan je lah dia. Yeah, but, which, but then it means the same thing, doesn't it? It means the same thing, but but it's wrong lah. Technically, <laughs> <laughs> linguistically, yeah, 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 yeah. it's wrong. Yeah, but, but I hear that a lot. I don't think it's a recent thing. Well, I would say it's recent, but it's just that it has become like a part of like our colloquial speech. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are like, okay, people know what you mean when you say, ah, uh, peduli kan ada. Ah, uh, right, yeah. right. Whereas, whereas, the right term is supposed to be, jangan peduli kan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, don't, do you find that interesting though? The fact that you can say, tak peduli and peduli and mean the same thing? Um... <laughs> uh, Okay, I'm trying to not be very grammatical about it. Yeah, so um, yeah, I, I guess it's quite interesting. <laughs> I guess it's very interesting because because people are using shorthands these days, right? And and the fact that 
people are able to understand what you mean when you say that word when you actually mean something else shows that at least there is that 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 sense of like I think common understanding among one another, right? It's interesting, I find, because it is not that much of an effort or a stretch to just say jangan pedulikan, mm. you know. But you people just you just say pedulikan dia, mm. right? So, yeah. Uh, but but peduli, I mean care. Do you think care is the right word? Oh, or, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. Peduli is like mind. Yeah, mind more yeah, mind yeah, than care, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So Very jangan peduli is don't mind him. Don't mind him. Yeah. yeah. Don't pay attention to. Don't him. pay attention to him. Mm. But if you don't say jangan otak, <laughs> it just mean mind him. So mm. in English, it's actually a big difference. Mm. Right when you say like oh uh, don't mind him or mind him, don't mind your head or mind your head. Those mm. two are those two are di- very different. Mm. But we can say pedulikan dia, and say jangan pedulikan, and we understand. I mean, it just shows how contextual the language is. Yes, especially for a word that's not a slang word. Mm. Peduli is actually a proper term. Yeah, like, it's a proper like uh, schema word. You know? <laughs> Right. In fact, I would say that you use peduli, you use jangan peduli more often than you use peduli, peduli in, the, in the sense of caring. Mm. Would you say that? Or? I think you might be right, yeah, because, yeah, I'm trying, let's, let's construct peduli in yeah, that. Yeah, part, yeah. It's like, um, peduli kebesehan or something. Like, I've heard that. Oh, or like, saya pedulikan dia. Ah, uh, saya pedulikan dia. Yeah. It, it, it sounds weird. Yeah, and, and after saying that just now, I feel like maybe peduli is also, it is derived from the word duli. As in pedulikan, saya pedulikan dia. Okay, but dulikan, I don't know whether that's right. Okay, right, I'm just, right. I'm just, yeah. But duli means yeah. kaki. Duli as in duli. Duli yang mahamulia yeah. means kaki. Really? It's a Sanskrit word, a oh. Sanskrit derived term. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you elevate royalty by elevating his feet. Okay. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. It could be. It, it could, could be, be that. Right? Yeah. yeah, it could be peduli means to sort of like pay attention or pay a certain regard. To mm. that person, mm. right? But like you said, I think we are getting, you know, uh, getting to the heart of the matter in that the phrase "tak peduli" is more common than "peduli." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I think we use the word "peduli" to mean "tak peduli." <laughs> yes, I guess so. so. I, I'm thinking out loud here, so correct yeah. us if I'm wrong, uh, yeah. listeners. So, mm. anyway, the next word is "tak kuasa." Tak kuasa. Uh, couldn't be bothered? Yeah. Uh, yeah couldn't be bothered, bothered right? Yeah, tak, yeah. Kuasa, tak kuasa nak layan usually, right? Tak kuasa nak layan, yeah. But yeah, people these days say, tak kuasa lah. Tak kuasa uh, aku. Uh, uh. Uh, now, it's a colloquial term. And you use it typically when you sort of reach a certain point of total disregard. Right? Like, are you going to go to that person's open house? You say, tak kuasa aku. <laughs> right? <And> it's <laughs> like, you're not good. What's the difference between saying that and saying No. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Because just now we, we, we said that uh, people drop the jangan in jangan peduli, kan? But now, tak kuasa is technically two words, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas malas lah, malas lah. Yeah. Kan? <laughs> technically just one word. And yet, people would rather say tak kuasa lah. Yeah. Yeah. But tak kuasa, I mean, if you were to examine the word in its literal meaning, it's tak kuasa meaning you don't, you're powerless, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? But, but it doesn't mean that when people use that word, it doesn't mean that way. Tak kuasa seems to indicate that you're not willing to expand any energy for it. Mm. It's like, I'm not going to give this person one calorie <laughs> of my stress. You know? <laughs> it seems like that. Yeah. that is what, what it evokes, right? Yeah. Tak kuasa. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like even a lower level. I wouldn't bother. Than, yeah. I won't even care. <laughs> I won't even try. 
right? I think I won't even try. I mm. think is the is the term for it. But and again, it's colloquial. Do men use it? I guess they do sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I've heard it being used both by men and women. Right. Yeah. Right. Although the fact that you asked that question shows that. Yeah. I think commonly, I think we sort of like heard it more from women. I guess. Yeah. That's the impression one gets. And I, it's not a bad thing to to think that, I feel. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, some expressions are gendered, you know, preferred by one gender over the other. But it does have a very machi posture, you know. Yeah, and that, yeah. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. Right? But I, I just think that it evokes that sort of um, positioning somehow socially when, when, you, when you say that word. Mm. Um, Do people still use that word these days? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. And again, I hear it more among my aunts. And the, the, the sort of the, the maternal side of, of the family and typically among the the elderly women. Mm. Yeah, I don't see like a millennial enjoying hipster coffee at TTDI using it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I like Lila, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, we can hang out at TTDI and just, you know, eavesdrop on people's conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting social experiment there. Buang um, Tabiat. Oh my god, I was just discussing this with another friend of mine. Okay. He, he apparently didn't know what it means. Okay. Yeah. He's probably very young then. No, no, no. I mean, I know. I think, I think he's, he's quite, I mean, he's not Malay, but quite fluent in Malay. Okay. And yet he didn't get it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah so. Well, it's not easy to translate this. Yeah. Uh, it means, okay, I think this is my interpretation of it. Let's dissect the meaning first before we, we try to translate it. I think it means you're doing something out of your usual habit, right? Mm-hmm. Tabiat. Mm-hmm. Because because people will say when you did something that is like, you know, totally out of like the norm, then people say, Okay, right. give me an example of that. <laughs> so for example, I mean if you have a routine of like maybe uh going to work at nine and suddenly one day you told your housemate that, Oh, I wanna go to work at twelve and then your housemate will be puzzled and he will be like Right, yeah, right. Okay, like okay. Yeah, it's always it. jangan buang tabiat. Okay? Yes. You don't want people to buang tabiat. So yes. No yes. one says that I'm going to go buang tabiat today. So basically, don't lose your regular sort of self or something like that. I guess. I mean, if we were to dissect word by word, I guess yeah. buang tabiat meaning that you do something out of your norm, I guess. Yeah, that's a good way of describing mm. it. Yeah, I remember that phrase being used in the 90s when hip-hop was just getting popular and Malays were starting to like act that way, right? And somebody called a friend out and said, like, what are you doing? You know? Yeah, want to be In a way, it's, it's a way of saying, now maybe I'm reading too much into this. It's, it's a way of saying, like, why are you trying not to be yourself? Is, is it something like that? Because it's one thing to say that you're doing something out of the ordinary, but when the stress or the tone that comes with want to be at is like saying, like, stop acting weird. Yes. Yeah. yeah start I acting d- weird, right? Yeah. Mm. It's uh, so on one hand, it's breaking routine. Yeah, but it's also this thing where, why are you trying so hard or something, right? Yes. It's something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a bit of both, and it shows how we value routine, I guess, and <laughs> and normalcy to a certain extent, I suppose. Yeah. But is there a comic element to it when we say that somebody's bong tabiat? Do we mean that he's doing something laughable? I don't know. I think. I think. The situation usually is funny, I guess. But mm-hmm. but but sometimes it, it doesn't necessarily have to be funny. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. Although whenever people use that word, it tends to be in a funny situation. Or it yeah, tends yeah. to, to you know to it is intended to poke fun yes. at somebody. Yeah. Like you know, when you want to be at 
you point it out and there's something there that's worthy of laughter being, you know, chuckled at. Yeah, but having said that, I've heard my other members of the family use it to also scold you, I guess. Or what oh, are you doing? yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, that's true too. Yeah, that's true yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, don't push it too far. It feels mm. like that. It feels mm. like you're you're kind of taking it to an unnecessary level. Mm. Now, what's the English word for it? That's a good question. Are you going nuts or something? No, right? It doesn't... Because Buang Tabiat is not about going crazy. It's yeah. about stepping outside of your familiar mode. Yes. Right? Mm. In a way, it might have to do with our attitude to changing and experimentation. Where maybe in the sort of liberal, modern, Anglosphere, it's not that odd to do things out of the ordinary uh, and to be unrecognizable. Whereas in our context, that is not as encouraged, right? Mm-hmm. So when you push the boundaries of familiarity, you might come across as pretentious or trying too hard or risking yourself. And then somebody would say, you want to be at. Yeah. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it could does. be that. Yeah. But I also find that that's a very interesting term to use to call out someone. When they're out of line. Really? Yeah. Like Buang Tabiat, it's like, what are you thinking? You know, w- what's gotten into you? Right? Okay. Um, but it also points out the ridiculousness of it. Right? Because you don't just say somebody Buang Tabiat for acting out of the ordinary necessarily. Mm. But when they're doing it a bit too much, you know, it's like, okay, we get it. You want to be a bit silly. But... Come on, you know. <laughs> so that's that. That's that. Come on, sort of element to Bang Tebiat, mm. which I like, you know, because I get it that people have to reinvent themselves once in a while. But come on, <laughs> so you can use it to reprimand someone. It, well, it is a reprimanding term. Yeah. It's just a question of like, you know, what tone does it bring to that, right? Mm. Um, so Bang you know, and I like it that is a form of a question. Yeah. You know, typically is yeah. a form of a question, right? Yes. You're not making a, you know, when you say you're out of your mind, you know, or, or it's a way of saying, are you nuts? But the fact that it also assumes ridicule, you know, it's, it's a good thing to use when you're trying to call out pretensions, mm-hmm. you know. Or yeah. so there's, a, there's an element of like, tak sedadiri involved in it. It's like, kau ni bon terbiat, it's like, it assumes that you tak sedar diri. Am I right? Yeah, Something yeah. like that? Yeah. 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 But tak sedar diri in, in, a, in a literal sense? In a present sense? Or in a, in a memang... Yeah. In a, in a macam illusion of grandeur sense or like macam, you know, you're too full of yourself kind of, sen- you know, kind yeah. of thing. You know, yeah. like, come on. You know, that come on thing I think comes closest <laughs> to Bang Tabiat. Yeah. It's oh. like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And one last question. Do you think that it refers to... Literally, physical behavior? Or can it be something like, for example, if say, like in our last episode, somebody started merapu, then can can someone then comes in and say, oh, you can't even tabiat ke? Yeah. No, or must it be literally tabiat, right? Yeah, typically it's behavioral. So it's a way people appear to you, right? And Malays have no problems calling out appearances, right? Remember that the last episode we talked about muka, muka seposin, yeah. muka tak malu, you know? Yeah. We, we like calling out mukas, you know? So bang tabiat, one gets the feeling is primarily directed to that, 
to like outward behavior and outward postures, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're unnecessarily ostentatious or you're unnecessarily demonstrative, right, you're bung tebiat lah, mm-hmm. right? Because I can't call you out for buang tebiat based on an idea, you know. If you say, I believe in a secular state or something, <laughs> I can't say, kau ni bung tebiat, you know, it doesn't work like that, you know what I mean? It doesn't work like that. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't believe... Uh, that I, you know, like that I should wear this or something like that. You're not gonna say it's not about you're not bong tebiat when it comes to beliefs mm. or opinions. You're bong tebiat when it comes to how you dress or a new habit you pick up or some out of the ordinary decision. Typically, I mean, I'm thinking out loud here. Yeah. I haven't I haven't thought about this in in a, any processed way. You know, mm. uh, what do you think? Yeah, I, I guess, I guess it's more. For our behavior rather than our ideas. That's why it sounds right. like. Yeah. Right, yeah. But how do you call out someone if let's say they have a ridiculous idea then? <laughs> like I don't think that happens as often, you know? Really? I don't think so. Typically, like people will because we, we have so much room for Marapu that that can just fall into the ridiculous idea category, you know? Like Marapu includes saying bombastic things. Yeah, but Marapu is also very character-driven, I suppose. So if you uh, say you bump into somebody or you speak to somebody who's very serious, I don't think they will entertain you. The Marapuness, lah. Again, <laughs> we talk about this. You're right, you're right. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It has to be the right temperament for it, right? <laughs> you're right. Um, but I don't think there's. I don't think anybody's called out for having ridiculous ideas per se. Mm. But they are called out for being pretentious in yeah. their behavior yeah. so I think the most they will call you out pun is just uh, oh Connie or something yeah, Gile, okay. yeah 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 that's true yeah. that's true interesting stuff uh, let's get back to uh, our list later after this break I'm Ahmad Farahmat alongside Hanif Baharudin on another installment of the trying game on Night School on BFM 89.9 BFM 89.9, I'm Ahmad Fawad Rahmat. This is Night School on another installment of The Trying Game where we try to find English equivalents for Malay words and expressions and phrases. And Hanif Baharudin is on the show again to do that uh, with us. Going down the list, we have Tersengi. Tersengi. It's a smirk, isn't it? But smirk is... You can be condescending if you want to... In a sense, in a sense, yeah. The singer can sometimes be very... It's self-indulgent and it's also... (laughs) Yeah, because usually when you're just like thinking about something or like fantasizing, right? (laughs) Yes, yes. You're kind of like caught in a moment kind of thing. Then people will call you out again. Rapa kata singer tu? Yes, yes, yes. I like that. You don't meet somebody and tersengih. You usually tersengih on your own, right? I guess. Yeah, you're right. There's a there's a there's a ponderous feature to it. Yes. Like you're sort of like deep in something, mm. right? And there's some train of thought. Yeah. Usually funny or I don't know endearing. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Enough to make you tersengih. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the smirk is usually you're right, you're directed right, to somebody, right. right? Yeah. I guess. Tersengih has a very Mukasposin element to it. Can we say that? See, it's called tersenge for a reason because it's ter, right? Because you don't do it on purpose, so you can't say that. Oh, muka, whereas mukasposin is more, more on purpose, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas tersenge is accidental again because you're in that train of thought. You're pondering yeah. about something. You're thinking. But but there's is there something silly about the expression that it amounts to? Tersenge. Yeah, because it's often 
poke tart, right? Mm. Tersengih-sengih macam kerang busuk, right? Yeah. Right? There's something like silly about that mode. Um... I think it's silly to the subject, I guess, rather right, than right. rather than rather than this whole situation. I guess it's acceptable to be tersenge, but of course you're gonna be poke fun at lah mm-hmm. if you're tersenge because people will be like, oh okay, kenapa tersenge sengi? Right, uh, right. There must be something, and there's always people always are curious about yeah, what makes you tersenge sengi lah. Yeah, 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 I see that. I see that. Mm. Now, why isn't there an English term for it, or is there? Is there? Okay, <laughs> I mean that's the whole purpose of the drawing <laughs> game, right? <laughs> Trying to find it. <laughs> So, <laughs> what comes to mind then? Tersengi, tersengi. And the smirking is not that far off now that I think about it. But mm-hmm. you're smiling to yourself, right? I mean, that's yeah, yeah. You're, you're looking, you're looking like unusually pleased about something, mm. right? Well, okay, I have a confession. Sure. I, I sometimes tersengi, tersengi on my own in the office, and my my colleagues have called me out on that. <laughs> 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 but, but it, you heard it here first, <laughs> folks. But because again, we use English here, so they usually, why are you smiling all by yourself? Right. Yeah, they right. usually say that to me rather right, than, right, rather right. than yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah, they okay. have not yet used a specific word. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's it's still just a smile lah. Right. Yeah. Smile or what's so funny? Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting that we've arrived to a point where we have a term for that. In Malay, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, Shows again the sensitivity to facial features. Correct. Yeah, yes. that is presumed in our language. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Sneering. Do you think sneering no, comes? Close? No. Sneering. Again, that it has that malicious element there. You know. Sneering is intentional. intentional. I think what I liked about what you picked up is how the singing has this element of being carried away. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because usually you don't realize that you're testing it. Yeah, people yeah. will call you out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think you'll be able to like, oh, unless you look at the, into the mirror and then suddenly say, oh yeah, I'm like, you know, why but, am I smirking? Oh. But at least in the the realm of sensibility that English provides, is more of an innocent curiosity, like, hey, what's on your mind? But in Malay, you're like, hey, we caught you. <laughs> You're thinking about something you better spill, you yeah. know, or like you're a daydreamer or something, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. And that's the interesting element that we can explore as well. The fact that people immediately assume that you're thinking about something, something interesting and fun. And usually they associate it with, I mean, if you're dating or somebody, if you're not right, dating, right. you're, you're with, having a crush on someone. Yeah. yeah for some yeah. reason, I don't know how they are able to maybe link that, I guess. Yeah. Well, there's another dimension to, I guess, you know, I don't know what phrase to call it, but, you know, the Malay sensibility where berangan is a word that is used quite often, you know, to describe states of being, you know, modes or whatever, you know, like, dia ni suka berangan, you know, dia ni, tengah buat apa tu, berangan ke, you know, dia ni asyik-asyik berangan, you know, where there's an English term for it, which is daydreaming, but it isn't used in the same way. You know, uh, you don't say hey, that guy. Yeah, he's just a daydreamer. You you just don't get that expression often. You know, uh, when in effect, you know, the whole modern liberal sphere is all about daydreaming, right? When you talk about like the pop pop culture is basically that. It's a whole infrastructure built on that, right? But at least we've identified that as a disposition. You know that that's just something we do. Yeah. And tersenge is the smile that you have when you're uh, a bit indulgent in some daydreaming, mm. right? It's even part of our folklore, right? I mean, angangan mat jenin. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah that's like true. That, right? So that's true. Yeah, 
um, you daydream and then you kind of like lose track of what's happening mm. and then you get into trouble and then comedy ensues, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But is it necessarily frowned upon though? Yeah, that's the thing. I was just thinking of that. Um, there will always be reminders to not berangan sangat, as in. Yeah. Not to yeah. sengi lah. To sengi, I'm not too sure what it's frowned upon. I don't yeah. think so. I think it's more innocent like. Yeah. Yeah, but still worthy of poking fun. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, angangan majinin is used as a reference point for people to not be too indulgent in berangan-angan and things yeah. like that, right? Yeah, so... But that weaves into the whole modern discourse about working hard and being industrious yeah. and like yeah. when you're angangan, you're not being productive or mm. whatever. Um, and Amin Sweeney has an interesting paper about how a lot of these stories were collected by colonial officers, right? So you wonder the extent to which they were local folklore mm. or they just use local folklore to kind of like spread the Protestant capitalist work ethic. Oh, okay. You That's know, which which is why I was never into the whole Pat Pandey stories or whatever. Oh, really? You know, um, because I didn't get the point other than to just, you know, to make fun of lazy Malays. You know, That's what, I don't know. I mean, I haven't looked into them in a scho- any scholarly way, but I just remember those stories for that, you know. Mm. Yeah, I was just thinking of that whole narrative that is being used. Yeah, so yeah. I guess that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Badol, on the other hand, takes that motif to make fun of Malay capitalists. Mm. So he is the daydreamer, he is the lazy guy that gets into trouble and there's a lot of slapstick comedy that's included in the narrative. But the capitalist or the Malay aristocrat isn't spared from it. So typically his comedies would show that they are as pretentious and the story would typically conclude to show that the upper class is as pretentious and lazy as the lower class. So he he, he does that in quite interesting ways. Mm. So the the Senge mode is is quite interesting for all the cultural symbols it's uh, <laughs> it's sort of connected to. Um, let's go for the next one. Um, and maybe I'm thinking too much about this, but let's have a go at it anyway. Terima kasih. Terima kasih. Well, obviously it's thank you, but yeah, let's ponder. <laughs> <laughs> Think more about it, right? Uh, well, I like it that it's accept love. Yeah, if, again, if you want to, yeah. Yeah. Truly translate, right? Yeah, because, well, uh, thank you doesn't come close to the sort of outpouring that terima kasih indicates, right? Yeah. Terima kasih is either I accept love, it's neutral enough to mean I accept love. Or I accept your concern, or please accept my concern yeah. towards you. Right? <laughs> Maybe it's that. So terima kasih. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm extending my kasih to you, so can you yeah. accept it? Right? Yeah. Mm. Or it could be that whole Sandy Clark thing where I thank you for giving me the chance to give you something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it, it's it's neutral enough that it's imbued with meaning, mm. right? It's imbued with gesture and thoughtfulness, right? Mm. And the, the the response is sama sama, right? <laughs> yeah. Like let's do it together. I like mm, that. Yeah, so we're yeah. we're sort of like in this together. at the same time. Yeah. Whereas there's an active and a passive standpoint in the English phrasing. Or maybe I'm thinking too much about this, but you a know bit, but but yeah, I'm I'm willing to indulge. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> That's why we're Where, you know, school, right? um, school, yeah. You know, I I I thank you. Right? There's an I and a you. You know, so there there are two standpoints there. Mm. One is doing the thanking, right? And the other says you are welcome to do so, right? So the positions are more fixed 
Or terima kasih sama-sama. There's no I, you, there's no saya, nothing. Yeah. It's just sort of in the moment and uh, which is which ties into the other comment I made with Sandy where when giving is a default part of the context of the culture, it is less a matter of individual choice as it is about making that culture livelier, you know. So at any given time you're giving it is a way of rekindling, is a way of reigniting, or is it just a way of like keeping the circuit of recognition alive, you know? Uh, so in doing so, it's not so much about you, but it's also about you recognizing that, well, this is a valued act across the social order. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just me doing it out of my own volition or whatever, but I'm also recognizing what the culture values, you know. So in that sense, I get something too out of it, you know. Um, Let's flip it another way then. Do you sense that not giving is a problem? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the flip side, if we do recognize that giving is is a recognition of what the culture affirms, then the flip side should also be true. That when you're not giving, then something is amiss something is out of joint about your place in it. So, mm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's why, like, being kedekut is a common pejorative yep. in our context, right? Dia ni kedekut lah. Mm. Apa, berapalah sangat, you know, kedekut. Berapalah sangat is actually a common phrase. <laughs> yeah. You know, berapalah yeah. sangat, you know. It's yeah. like, don't be so miserly, don't be so calculative. Yes. Right? Whereas, okay, let's go with that then. Being being miserly. What's kedekut in English? Miserly, right? Or what? Miserliness <laughs> or something. <laughs> Sure, that word exists, but how often is it being used? You know, yeah, interesting. Not yeah. to mention that. Yeah. How often do you say, "Hey, what's what's that guy like?" You know, sometimes even the list of negative things, right, mm-hmm. will not feature miserliness. We don't think of somebody in terms of how much they give or not. Mm-hmm. Or in the Malay context, that seems to be one of the immediate ways you're evaluated. Mm. Are you gener- Are you a generous person or not? Yeah. So they need to Haji Bakil is like a trope, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. For that reason. Mm. The problem with bringing that up is that then the question of sincerity comes in, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So because if it becomes a cultural expectation for you to give, then where is the sincerity? And that's another question that will always be asked as well, right? Yeah. Which and that's a feature of our discourse. They need a class So we've graduated from, you know, the practice of giving mm. and sharing to the question of where it comes from. Yeah. Right. So we have those discursive options mm. in ways that the modern liberal Anglosphere doesn't. Mm. Right. You know, like if you just say, oh, I think so and so is very miserly. It's like, Dude, have you been reading Shakespeare or something? What kind of word are you... You know, why are you using that word? You know, like... This is a 16th century, you know... This isn't the Glorious Revolution or something. Why are you using that term, you know? Like, it's such an archaic, out-of-place or awkward term to describe. Because we don't... The, the English sensibility or the, the modern liberal English sensibility doesn't really evaluate or value somebody based on the extent to which they share or not. Mm. Whereas in our context... Yeah... Could the quote if you you know somebody's could the quote that'll be the second or third thing you describe him as yeah. you know what I mean yeah. it's like you need buy it could the quote skip yeah you know 
Yeah, and you yeah, remember no. these things. You'll be yeah. like, yeah. And you'll be like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. nice. She's nice, but yeah. Kita kau sekian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sekali lebih kurang pun tak boleh. Something like that. Kira sangat lah. You know. Yeah, so so terima kasih is very profound if you ask me. Mm. What's assumed in that term and what is enabled in the culture as a result, you know. Mm. Okay, unfortunately we have to wrap up uh, Hanif, but you know, sorry to disappoint you with a very short list this episode, but we did go into long-winded marapus, I guess. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I was just going to say theorizations, mm. but I opted for the word marapu instead because basically, there's a deep element of theoretical thinking in marapu, you know, which we demonstrated aptly tonight. In any case, email the show bfmnightschool@gmail.com. Look us up on Facebook. Also, download our app at the Apple App Store or uh, Google Play. Once again, I'm Ahmad for Rahmat alongside Hanif Bahrudin for another installment of the Trying Game on Night School on BFM 89.9 The Business Station. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.